0: From the willfully
1: ignorant, the knowledge you won't get none. But don't get it twisted. I too was dumb and then some Support a politician, sit back and then twiddle, get
0: not understanding that you got go, the
1: The opposites are ready to the process. Yo, look, it's all just a game. i support not supporting parties that it works well, didn't it? So, full of a million so <laughs> They were they the same thing. Then you support the lesser of the evil bankers, but it just repeats and we revisit this four years later. The state itself is based on death and can't be fixed. So realize you own yourself and no one can
0: Metaphorically, I like to speak informally with honesty, yet horribly Y'all often like to appeal to all of the authority I step ahead of y'all, that's the reason I brought my parole with me Right on the promises of politics, this is the right law So I knew I better, run. am ruling over myself, no not do I know, know. What I've arrested, so we all are free and fast every person will say that every person is free There is no way I'm stepping with piss, shooting on the present Slavory's not the best, it's the voters of so what we lack and but I'm popping across you many humans the to pass you, I'll you, be thirsty and I'll you To show me how they pass And let me get a shot at the ones.
2: Everybody, Jacob here, Daniel3. Thanks for uh, tuning in. A little bit of a late live stream, but, you know, um, is what it is. Uh, life happens, I guess, as they say. Um, and I just really wanted to talk to, I haven't had uh, my uh, guest on in a while, and uh, we have a lot to talk about. And so we just, like, spontaneously said, like, we're just going to do it tonight. <laughs> and so, um, I, didn't, I didn't even promote it a lot ahead of time, so we might not even have that m- many live listeners, but... That is okay. It looks like StreamYard is glitching out with my green screen a little bit there at the bottom. Let me uh, fix that a little bit. Uh, do, 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 do. Don't know how to do that. Nope, that just stops the cam. How the heck do you do this? All right, you go here. This is live, people. Set the expectations low, like Reed talks about, right? All right, I just got to up the fade a little bit. There we go. Oh, now I'm fading. Okay. It stopped. All right, <laughs> technical difficulties over with. I'm gonna bring in our guest for tonight. Um, he is, or I don't know if he still goes by this, he was the Catholic libertarian. Um, but he, he's recently gone through a uh, branding change, I think, since the last time I had him on this show. Um, he is Caleb Brown of uh Faith, uh, Lib- Faith of Faith. Oh, you can correct me, Faith, Liberty, and Praxis. So I got that That's right, right? Okay, yeah, it seems, um <laughs> I am so a cast, I am not
1: just a Catholic libertarian. I am the Catholic libertarian. Yeah. Right. Move over, okay. to Lou Walkwell. Here I come.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got Lou. You got Tom Woods. Uh, you, you got, got Andrew
1: some... Spatano, Gold. Yeah, I you... can't pronounce his name. Um, yeah, you, that guy's on my Wait once.
2: Right. But I don't know. I mean. Oh, why McMakin? So, so
1: missus, uh, they got to do the pockets with him.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's always hard for me to keep up with, like, all these people. Like, I don't even know. Uh. How religious Tho is personally and what his views are he on f- stuff.
1: Performing to wedding. So, I mean, okay. That'd be, be somewhat. Well, just there's, it. there's so
2: many, and there's like a lot of people who um, have particular, like, like you know, maybe they'll be like Christian esque, but then it's just like there's some people who are maybe like flirting around with Christianity, but they aren't explicitly Christian in the way I am. And it just becomes Adam. like, yeah, Adam, Pete, a little bit too, Um, and it's just like it, it's I think, hard. I think Pete's just an Orthodox Catholicism. Yeah, that's my it, guess. It, it it gets a little bit confusing sometimes to like talk to those people because it's like they'll 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 be they'll, they'll use Christianity right up into the point where I go farther than they do, and they're like, oh well, you know, and then then they're, then then they'll kind of be like, well, I'm just you know. Uh, you know, o- on a journey and playing with the I- these ideas. And yeah. Adam was like, I don't like to give answers. And I was like, "Oh, uh, you know, uh, autistic. And you're like, what? You don't want to give? <laughs> yeah. What's I the was like, that's one of
1: you if you don't want to answer.
2: Uh, was just like, and it's like, I like Adam. We get, don't get me wrong. He's a good that, Dude, that conversation, I feel like for both of us, like we, we both realized, like he, he, he then went on and talked to Matt uh, maybe like a few days later good, good podcast. Had the, it basically had the yeah i mean it was a great conversation um but uh he he had similar feelings that, that i did mm-hmm. which was like we were both trying to figure out what conversation that we were trying to have yeah and it was like because uh, up until then it had all been on twitter and twitter is less about like you know edifying discourse iron sharpening iron and getting mm-hmm. to the truth of things and more like you know how am I going to one up what you just said and win? It's more mm-hmm. of a game than it is a actual uh, process. You know, p- process um, of of discovering truth. So we, I think we both came in with different expectations, and and, mm-hmm. and I think I was, I think he was less Christian than I was expecting him to be, and I was probably more Christian and more Protestant than he was. Much more reformed than he was, we expecting, more, than... More than yeah. he was expecting me. Uh, to be although to be fair and i like i had to talk to him later on i was like i mean i'm reformed but i'm not like hyper anti-catholic there's a lot yeah. there's a lot about catholicism and orthodoxy that i really appreciate i, I would say like theologically I, I i definitely lean more reformed but i also like when he when you, they were talking about a lot of people talking about this um matt just talked to jay i don't know if you had a chance to watch uh i don't matt pay for had I don't either. It's already out. Oh, must um, have missed miss that. Yeah, Matt talked to... Oh, no, this was... No, 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 this was uh, James talking to Adam. There's so many conversations. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't... Yeah, but they were ca- kind of talking about the uh, uh, p- Protestantism kind of being the... uh, uh well, the, the, specifically,
1: well, people... specifically, it's it's kind of very Puritan. Um, because opposed to, I would say... Like, you look at, say, Luther and compare Luther and Anglicans to the Calvinist Baptist that was down in America. I, I don't think of a, these are the same thing.
2: Well, it's, yeah, it's like the problem is like theologically, I, I, I still sympathize with the reformation, but like mm-hmm. politically and from a more like structural, cultural sense, I don't necessarily, although to be fair, it's like, you know, like we can criticize this, but I also, you know, from my understanding of history, Lutheran and Calvin, um, more so, Luther maybe they didn't necessarily want to break away and 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 revolt against Catholicism. They just wanted Catholicism to change, uh, to to you know go in the directions they thought it needed to go. Uh, but then mainly the people who they inspired after them are the ones that basically put, you know d- decided I mean, Luther, to make it a hard heart- break. it
1: himself uh, later in his life about being too many uh, denominations. I mean, it was a uh, right. So it's um, Oh, quick! I, so about a year and a half ago, I heard about a saint who wrote against iconoclasm when it first happened, and I've been trying to spend a year figuring it out. Uh Someone linked it to me on Twitter. It was Saint John Damascus, and I finally got the treatise on. I've been trying to find for a year. So, oh, that's I cool. I that was like very exciting. I was like, "Oh yeah, finally, I found a book." <laughs> Artistically, like rabbit it once a week to trying to figure it out, I never could.
2: Uh man, re- reading. uh Reading stuff from that from different time periods it, it, is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you're trying to like track the different styles of writing and stuff, I mean, I I've gone back and tried to read uh, a lot of like Calvin's stuff, and it can it can be you know especially especially challenging if you go from reading like if you're reading something because like I'm I'm reading that and I'm also reading through Crime and Punishment, and mm-hmm. so like nice. going from Russian writing to <laughs> like, what are they like, 14th, 15th century writing? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it, 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 uh, it's a bit of a mind boggle at times trying to yeah. uh, keep up with the different styles. Now, like, um,
1: Adam was, uh, yeah, probably was Adam. Like, one of the things I didn't enjoy about is he both of very, every interview, every part of Adam always feels like he's also interviewing you. Like, he's very good at, like, the, uh, like, going back and forth and, like, discovering truths to, like, a dialect, which is, Great Ryan's are talking to him because like you you don't feel like you're just probing him for answers. He's like he's probing you for answers, you guys are trying to figure out the other. Always makes you a more fun podcast.
2: Yeah, that, that was um I've had that experience with uh uh with Adam uh James does that a little bit too because he's so used to being the interviewer. <laughs> um I'd get, I'd get to talk to James in a podcast. I didn't have him on. You, you you did have him on. I mean, you're both you're both you're both Catholic and you're both yeah. gay. So I mean Yeah, I mean I'm definitely <laughs> gay.
1: Sorry, no, no, hold on. Very Aristotelian. The homosexual does not exist. You cannot describe someone's current state by possible potency of an act in the future. Right. You, you can be a sodomite, but you cannot be homosexual. That's very right. that's logical. <laughs> And lesbian, sex, isn't real. That's another one.
2: Okay. Yeah. J- James is such a, a fun person. Uh, and and his his views are... Because he, he's such a weird mixture of things. He's, like, mm-hmm. super pro-Catholic. But then he's like, oh, I also really like postmodernism. And and, and also morality Me is too. subjective. <laughs> and it's like, uh, like, there must be something there. And it's not that... Listen, I, I don't... I try not to hate on postmodernism too much. Like, a lot of maybe libertarians and conservatives will... Do it's like there's a to me there's a baby in the bathwater there there's yeah. there's you know I don't view anything as wholly bad or wholly good it's yeah. things have to be used in their proper time and place so i think post i actually think postmodernism is a intel- it's an important intellectual exercise that is a useful for critique for hypo hyper rationalism. Mm. Well, um, I think
1: what's great about postmodernism is it's a response to modernism, pretty much. Yeah, and it's kind of like in the same way Thomism or like uh Catholic philosophy was responding to it. You know, like the if both was one of the French schools is very Catholic, and so that um they, they reach a lot of the same truths as Thomas do, but they come from very different angles, and have weird following conclusions.
2: But when it's, when it's um when it's criticizing extreme materialism and extreme hyper rationalism mm-hmm. that's devoid of any broader structure it, it, it's very and it's and it's funny is that you know people have called jordan peterson out and he tries to reject it but i, I actually think it's a valid criticism that his debate with like sam harris and other atheists mm-hmm. his critiques of them were basically that he was making the postmodern argument and but also say he hates postmodernism. so it's like he's not good at uh he, he sometimes tries to but he's not always very good at like i want to critique of him it's like he's he's not always trying to you know rescue the baby from the bathwater. there it's like yes it's true that a lot of post are cringe it's true the left has weaponized postmodernism in a way that's uh detrimental to society yeah that doesn't mean that um it should be categorically rejected across the board
1: mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. so yeah um, um
1: what's happening to Adam, one—I like, think he's right though about the whole difference being, um, Ka- the Reformation and how the, the the much more individualistic side of the uh, Protestant Reformation, just like before Cossatism. I think he's got it right when his distinction between paleo and Hoppian types, as opposed to I want to say Rand types.
2: Right. Well, I, so I, I had this talk with him, and I also had it with Andrew uh, just the other day. I was like, "There's yeah. definitely." There, there definitely is a problem with um, radical individualism. Yeah. And I remember having this conversation on Clubhouse like months ago. And it was that's, confusing. Were, that's
1: like too cooking. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's, I, I, it, it's lost some steam, but I don't use it as much as I used to. But yeah. back when I was like, when it was first really popular and I was on it like probably every day, um, yeah. I got into a certain room and we were talking about religion and they were like, why, wh- you know, like, wh- wh- why are, th- I was like the only religious person there. And they were like, why, why do you think religion is important and needed, you know, especially from a libertarian perspective. And I triggered all of them because I said, well, I think the problem is without religion, uh, people fall into a very self-deistic, hyper-radical uh, individualism that's, that's harmful. And they were like, what? No, individual rights, bro. It's all about individualism. And I was just like, well, I mean, listen, yeah, kind of. Um, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of radical collectivism, uh, so I'm definitely more of an individualist. At the yeah. same time, um, when the individual becomes hyper-atomized and completely detached from any kind of uh, you know, metaphysical substrate, mm-hmm. and it becomes about the worship of the self and the worship of the individual's freedom to do whatever they want, even things that are detrimental to them and society that is not something that is good or that should be celebrated or promoted um mm-hmm. so i mean we're, we're, we're definitely all in agreement there and I, I even agree that protestantism is sort of the historical predecessor to a lot of these problems but i think yeah. it's a very valid criticism of, of yeah, Protestantism.
1: I, I, I made this point the other day i tweeted about a. Uh the reason sex and marriage are so devalued in today's society can bring down Protestantism and devaluing the marriage. And uh, some and uh, comments say, we value marriage as much as you, we just didn't make it a sacrament. And I said, listen, you and I probably agree on marriage and sex more than the average person does. But the fact that you removed it as a covenant was the first domino effect in the devaluing of marriage, we can work together on this, but I think we can blame it fairly on you. And they, they ended up agreeing mm-hmm. with me on that point.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, and you know t- to be fair now i'll i'll'll I'll, it's like i'll I'll completely agree with you on that. um it's also fair to blame Catholics for some things. I think you can go back and yeah. blame uh Constantine and his immediate successors on a lot of um early mixture of statism into the church yeah um and I know I've triggered some Catholics with that with that I statement.
1: Think I think it's a true statement. I don't think it's a bad statement. that's my objection.
2: What do you mean by a bad, a bad? I don't
1: statement? think it's. I think, I think it's a. I think that's incorrect. I think that it's like your know, factual statement is true, but I think you're saying it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. I think there's some benefits that came with the states being involved in the state. But I'm also like a, a monarchist type dude, so we have other disagreements there. Like, so. they weren't even
2: monarchist.
1: <laughs> no, but they were involved with the state, and that is the. Yeah. thing I think is the value because it doesn't separate. the state doesn't exist. I think having a open, having more open one is a better option than having. A, so so this is this, one.
2: this is definitely where we disagree because I, yeah. I I definitely believe in, uh, the idea of like sphere sovereignty and that there's different spheres of uh living, different different categories of structure yeah. that the Bible ordains, and I think if they are all distinct um, and separate, I'm not saying they don't interact and touch, um, but it's kind of like the different parts of a car, and yeah. they're necessarily distinct parts that work together. And you can't mix them. Like it would be bad to mix your engine oil with your transmission fluid. Yeah, <laughs> they're not I, meant to be mixed. Yeah. Um, and in the same way, it's like church definitely has a hierarchy, and there is a, there is something I would even say as proper, biblically ordained church government. Although that government is only pertained itself, with yeah. is only is only pertaining to the sphere of the church itself. The sphere of the church government does not. Uh, deal with matters of civil justice or civil governance Mm -hmm. that's a completely different sphere and so to me it's like if you mix those two spheres whether you were doing it in a free market sense or a statist sense i think is problematic that does not mean that i think that the civil sphere should be secular in so far as like i don't think that people need to be atheists you know what i mean like you should bring your christian values to bear on how you operate in the civil sphere but the powers and the duties and where and 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 who they have authority over definitely differs like the church has authority to tell you um what is and isn't biblical marriage you know what i mean the church doesn't have authority to tell you uh anything pertaining to property rights or property See, rights I, disputes
1: i would disagree because it, it just has very great doctrines on a part of our dispute when so it comes to the truth manner a of things well i think so i think that we can derive
2: idea. our our um philosophy and you know our our moral ethic from the church and from the bible but i don't think you can uh, i don't think that the church has uh authoritative competence to intervene in manners of proper or at least put it this way if it's like a very cordial dispute it might be something where like the civil sphere is sort of like when you escalate things beyond where yeah. uh, things can be worked out amicably without some kind of third-party arbiter that yeah. has a final authority the church can maybe act as a arbiter in a sense in a voluntary sense but if but i was gonna say yeah, there can be there can be a point where it, it loses its authoritative competence and it has to escalate to a, a different arbiter that would be not strictly the church.
1: Um, I think if it's a voluntary agreement by both sides, both have. I mean, how I put this? If you boast of the church and you want to keep it in the church, the, the statement of, I want to take it outside the church cause I don't think it's is fair, is admitting you are I'll agree with the church teaching. What's I thing has evidence to bear on it in actions of an individual. So I think there's value in kind of that seeing that for the court to a decision on.
2: Maybe, but if but if but, but definitely, so I can maybe see you there. If two people are both in the church, especially in the same church in a geographic region, yeah. maybe disputes might might be better handled in the church rather than like immediately escalating it to a civil uh, governance sphere. sphere. But well, so for
1: the Catholic Church, a similar thing to sphere of sovereignty, we call it subsidiarity. We want to create this more local area, but we just when it gets to m- bigger, the bigger the thing, the more we want it connecting because we, we can. Uh, the prison pool from both sides is a balance, and so we have a we have sphere sovereignty, but instead of being separate spheres. It's a cascading uh, ladder, I think the person I would use.
2: Sure, um, but like I, I guess like uh, so, if you got into a property dispute with somebody who wasn't in the church, that's where the civil sphere would probably be. Like, it'd be hard to convince somebody who's not a, who's not in your church to like, hey. Let's go use my church as the yeah. as the arbitration entity for our dispute here. So, um, I, 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 I can see where you're where you're going with that. Um, let's get back
1: to the whole uh, Andrew's podcast. I didn't get to finish it. Sadly,
2: you didn't get to finish it
1: yet. No, I've been I've been fucking busy. <laughs> my my coworker called in sick today, and so I had to. I basically woke as the boss was just affecting everything in the hours. Um. So just yeah.
2: Um. Yeah, that was a. Where, where, where did you get to on it? About a quarter of the way. Okay. Yeah, you missed you, you, you. The second hour was freaking lit, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. go back and check it out.
2: Yeah, so like the first hour was just anti-tax stuff, which I'm not yeah. saying was bad, but it's not as fun as the philosophy parts that we talked about. So like the anti-tax was just like it's like business. It's like okay. This is like workshop. This is like I'm in the Mises Caucus. You're the GOP Mises Caucus. Let's talk shop and talk about ways we're going to work together and what the anti-tax is. And it was just like me kind of going, okay, so what do we do in this kind of scenario, and and what positions do we need to run for, and what's the the logical order of the steps for implementing this, and how do we work together on these projects, and it was all good. Um, But then then we transitioned into a really deep conversation about uh culture and how we deal with the left yeah um and the sort of like how we how we identify ourselves and what hats we wear and um andrew is uh, you know surprisingly way more christian than i i thought he was um like uh i mean he was he was speaking such a christian language that like I, it was like impossible for me not to just kind of follow into like lockstep into what he was, he was saying um, because it was just like pure, just purely Christian. Just like, he like, listen, like the reason, like I was excited to talk to, to both of you guys, he said was that I know you're both Christian. I know you're both filled with the Holy spirit and you know, like all I'm trying to do is, is, you know, speak, speak on the matters of the faith and what we as Christians should be doing. And I know that that makes little sense to the people who are not Christian. You know what I mean? But he's like, I knew you guys, like, as soon as I start to explain it in deeper, uh, you know, deeper direct sense to you guys, you guys are going to understand it because you're filled with the Holy Spirit because you're, you're, uh, we're, we're all operating in the same space. And I mean, what he was saying is so true and it's not something that I haven't like, it's something I've always said that I, 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 try to do and Mm -hmm. i thought it was important but i I definitely got challenged to do a deeper evaluation of how well i'm doing that which is basically that uh regular libertarians are libertarians first and also like it's everything it's Mm -hmm. practically their religion um but with christian libertarians they're libertarians second and christians first and basically what Andrew was saying, it was like when we're operating in libertarian spaces, we can't stop being Christian. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, well, like I can't, <laughs> I was like, I I was like, I can't even, I think mean, there's not even a, a little bit in me that can like put up a fight with that. I was like, that's just like, it's just, yes. Like the minute, the minute I would start to argue with, Oh, well here we shouldn't be Christian. It's like, you lost, would, oh yeah. <laughs> you lost, you lost spot. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like you know, um, th- there shouldn't ever be a space in our walk in our life where we stop being Christian. I mean, because yeah. at that point, if one if one area in your life you do not have submitted to Christ, then you basically have none of it submitted to Christ. Yeah. Um, so uh, we definitely got a lot into that, and just like, uh. The problem with libertarianism, and this was something that, like, this is something that it didn't make sense to me until my conversation with Andrew. I mean, like, it, it maybe like it was starting to make sense, and I had been listening to because I mean, I watch a lot of Matt, I watch a lot of Adam, uh, watch your conversations with them and their conversations with others and with Pete. Thank you. And it's like it's not that I hadn't heard this said before, but it was like it kind of clicked into p- uh, place. So I don't, I don't know if it was intellectually, Andrew. Said it in a different way that made it click into place, or maybe Andrew was like the straw that broke the camel's back and, uh, made that puzzle piece finally fully nestle into place. But, uh, just basically the problem with libertarianism is it's, it's harmful insofar as it's preaching a Christian moral ethic, but devoid of its source material. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, this is the way that I uh, that I this is the way that 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 I ended up putting it on the podcast was when you when you pay lip service to thin thin libertarianism, you know what I mean? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a thin philosophy. But the problem is, like, you can say that, but if you if you don't have something above libertarianism, or if what's above libertarianism for you is like basically nothing, because I feel like a lot of atheists and secular people, what they put above Libertarianism is just like, you know, maybe like a really wishy-washy. Like I want to be a good person, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, okay, well, that's nothing. That's literally nothing. That's that's not a that's not a comprehensive worldview. That's not how you're psychologically built to operate in the world. You're built to operate in the world uh, in a, in a religious landscape, and you will. Uh, we we when I mean, we talked a lot about Jordan Peterson and like you know it's how how right it is when he says that like you inherently act out your belief and what you act out is your religion. Mm-hmm. And the problem is for libertarians who are just libertarians and not Christian, they, they say it's a thin philosophy, but it's not. It becomes incredibly yeah. thick in practice for them because it becomes their religion and uh, property is God. That's how, that's how Andrew put it. He was like, for libertarians, mm-hmm. property is their God. And uh, we as Christians should know, well, no, that, that doesn't work because God is love. Mm-hmm. And there is popular a lot. rights
1: are inherently
2: violent. That?
1: Oh, it's a quote. Property property rights are inherently violent. Any right you have, you can't defend. Well, right. So,
2: so, and this is an area where I I think I had maybe fallen a little bit too much into the libertarian trap. But I mm. see, I had this ob- the first time I had a libertarian tell me that like all rights are property rights. I did push back on it, but then I think over time I just got wore down. Mm -hmm. and just started to like oh yeah all rights are property rights yeah it makes sense and i would say well all rights are property rights but uh it's a thin philosophy and as a christian i definitely believe that uh there are things that go beyond property rights so Mm -hmm. that's that's the way i conceptualized it but the problem is it's like it's true but not true enough yeah you know what i mean it's kind of like it was a very low resolution distorted picture of the truth Mm -hmm. and i think talking to andrew and adam has helped me to put things more into place like before it was like it's like, it's like you ever like watch a tv like a, like a, a really uh because you're a little bit younger than me have you ever watched like an old cable tv uh yeah. and it would be like if you had a v8 now have you ever watched an old uh like an old uh vcr
1: I'm not that much younger than me yeah that, I, I, I okay. well so
2: you ever like your vcrs would be set to like channel three but like yeah. you could sometimes go to channel four and it would still view show you the VC, but it was distorted. It was like it's yeah. there, but it's like, huh. Like it's like you're not quite dialed in correctly. Or it's like when you're on a radio and you're like, you know, one, one click off, off the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like one click off. It's like you hear it, but it's like, is it coming through correctly? And I think that's where I was at. It was like I wasn't so far from the truth, but I was just like one little hairline off that it wasn't quite it, it it was like it's sort of like um i love that analogy that it's like uh when you your foundation is so important and and if your orientation is off just a little bit you might not notice the difference in the immediate run but the further out you go from that starting point the more you'll veer off course kind of like yeah. if you're charting a course from here to mars and you uh are off by just like the i mean like you could be off by like you know a degree to the negative 100th power you know what i mean mm-hmm. but you're still going to end up probably like by the time you get to like that distance that it takes to go to mars you'll be like on the complete opposite side of the orbit yeah. <laughs> so i think that's what i was i think that's what i was doing and i, I think that's what uh i came out of that conversation with so i it, you'll you'll you should definitely go back and watch it but that's mm-hmm. th- those are my observations of of yeah andrew's that right
1: it's a great guy to have on the podcast because he we, i had him on for two and a half hours it was my longest podcast same and we went into <laughs> everything he's a very long one to do but you're happy yeah. because there's so many things he's saying um and we both are very catholic so we, had, we had a great conversation because we could go from catholic stuff like that and apply like for example we're both 100 on agreement with what's with, uh what like district and zoning laws has extensive property rights um which is a, so we were able to like develop and have great conversations around like Catholic views of things, which is a great guy to talk to.
2: Um, yeah. So yeah, I definitely have to do a better job of, 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 uh, not, I guess it's like, I don't think I was ever taking my Christian hat off, but I definitely need to, I I don't know. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's, uh, it needs to not be a hat. Maybe it needs to be a full-body suit or something. I don't know. What's will
1: in, uh, uh... Uh, um, <laughs> Instead of an umbrella, you need... No. Wait, I'm trying to think of some uh, article closing the mouth with the suits of the uh, Holy Spirit. and uh, am thinking Bible man. And it's like, <laughs> you need to drop out the libertarian t-shirt for the breastplate of righteousness. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of something like, now, thinking Bible man stuff. <laughs>
2: Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, this is the best part of every Bible oh, episode when he uh, that when so, he soups man. up. <laughs>
1: Bible man was the shit. That was like the best one. Like, I was super into Star Wars to like a healthy degree. My parents walked inside because I'm made, building Lego Star Wars while so watching Star Wars. I'm like, hey, Caleb, do you want to watch this Christian movie? I'm like, no, it has lightsabers in it. Put it on, put it out. Yeah, yeah. that's how I got sucked into Bible man. And just Dude, mm. it's like
2: the creators are just like, it's like, okay, here's our pitch. Okay. Star Wars, but we quote the Bible.
1: Yeah,
2: have good costumes. I do mean, it, do it.
1: Some... <laughs> the costume when he had like the armor one with the purple and yellow accents. That,
2: yeah, that went hard. That's a almost hard like looking armor. See, it's, it's like it's like if Batman was Christian with a lightsaber. Yes, <laughs> Dude, that's Bible you Man.
1: The, <laughs> you ever seen the Bible Man memes? I don't think I have. No. Oh my god! They're like um. It is canonical that Cypher took on Nazis who were trying to burn Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, Cypher more powerful than Bioman, He could say the N-word. Oh, God. I was <laughs> like, you don't agree? Or it's like, behold, Bioman, He kills atheists. With <laughs> <laughs> facts and logic.
2: <laughs> it's so good. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um... So so tell me more. I, I did watch uh I think most of your conversation with uh uh with Mac. Mac. Um, yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, I, I I like Mac and I like Jared. They just don't like me. Well,
1: you are coming around. <laughs> you're coming around. You know, I'll send him a DM be like, yo, he's he's I'm comfortable identifying as a right winger, and he blocked someone. He blocked dude,
2: people. <laughs> dude, I blocked like 30 people yesterday. It was so funny. I think got I think it's like one of those things where like when you say something and it's almost like a challenge to God, and yeah. then God's just like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, you know, stir some things up, mm-hmm. and uh, put your your pre your presuppositions to the test." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "I don't need to block as many leftists as you guys do." I think <laughs> suddenly it's just like every leftist on Twitter is coming at me, and I was just like, yeah. "Oh God!" Like this is just
1: this is this is a good reason to block people.
2: That one dude, dude, like I've I've, is that Griff, I've or. Uh, what was his name uh, it was alex okay uh, yeah uh i've i've i can't remember the last time i saw such a uh, weaponized autism before <laughs> you must not watch your own show <laughs> Ow. <laughs>
1: but
2: dude it's just like and, and i just was like it kept doubling down i was like so your argument is that to be good anarchists, we need to expand the federal government. Like, And then it was like, not even like, like yes, of course, because we have to stop the smaller government tyranny. I was like, like, even if I grant you it's smaller government tyranny, like you do you not see a conflict in calling yourself an anarchist and going, the only solution to when a small government is tyrannical is to create a larger government to stop Mm -hmm. the small government. That one definitely won't go tyrannical. (laughs) It's like, do you not see, he was like, well, what else do you do? I was like, you, you, you just like, you just let small States exist that will enslave people. And, and, uh, And and ban abortion. It was just like your
1: focus there, like move there and make that your focus.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was like, are you really saying that the only two options we have are federal government? Like, our two options are the Constitution or nothing. I'm an anarchist. There's like, like I didn't even have to get into like Christianity or right. Like, I didn't even I didn't have to defend why. Uh, uh, abortion is murder. I didn't have to defend why uh, I, I I don't... While I personally might not advocate for states banning abortion, I'm also not going to be so autistic to be like, it's the worst thing in the world. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think, I think individual states banning abortion is a hell of a lot better uh, situation than the federal government banning abortion yeah. or the federal government uh, mandating that abortion be a right. You know, it's definitely uh I, you know I'm, I'm much better with the the first one than the second one but I was like I didn't even have to get into any of that the dude just kept on like no we need it's like I'm an anarchist but we need the constitution I was like I, at one point I was just like shut up boomer <laughs> I mm-hmm. like I was like you're not an anarchist you're just a boomer you're confused yeah it's
1: <sighs> but, I don't but, know, when but... it comes to a Boston... Uh, I tweeted today, it's like, oh, you're pro life? You're pro choice? Maybe just stop breathing. Like, I just, I don't, I don't, I have I'm a problem on site. You have I'm a choice. <laughs> yeah, I have all pro choices on site. I don't, I've had the debate. Everyone knows what you're going to say. I'm going to say this. You're going to say that. You're going to call me this. I'm going to start you with this. Let's just skip ahead of that and say, eat shit and die. Let's just skip ahead to that point. <laughs> we know what's going to happen. This is... Draw design. Let's, let's cut this off. Let's get going.
2: Yep. Hey, give me one second. I gotta pull my nose quick.
1: Oh. Off the time. Listen, guys, MK Ultra. Let's talk about it. Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. I got enough, man. I'm I'm out of it. It's late. <laughs> to the place. I'm a West Virginia, Mountain Mama.
2: Come. All right. How many times did you say the Edward while well, I was Uh Like eight. Like eight. <laughs> I <I'm Like, laughs> we're going to come back 17. YouTube's, 17. YouTube's, Like, channel deleted. <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> Fountains yeah, and the crest. Well, that's true. So. I mean, it is true. Dude, uh, the, I found out today he went after orphans with AIDS. Like, what? he went after, he went to, oh, he found orphans that had AIDS. And he like basically took him, forced him to take a bunch of medicine to test on him. And so it was like puppies, children. Dude's a fucking Disney villain.
2: It's pretty, pretty
1: based testing on children, man. Yeah. I mean, why (laughs) can't we just, like like Nate said, he said, why don't we just do the use the homeless? Get rid of both
2: problems at once. (laughs) Right. Well, that's what I said. (laughs) I went even further when we talked about the homeless with Andrew. Um, I was like, no, no, guys, guys. Um the homeless shitting everywhere, we just need to weaponize that for regenerative farming. And I was like, just turn them into human cattle. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It was just like uh they're they're the new they're the new slave class. <laughs>
1: slave class. <sighs> what was it? Um Dude, I
2: love I love uh yeah uh, a yeah, bottle of ginger ale <laughs> <laughs> goes through the <laughs> the green screen.
1: <laughs> That's cool. Um I to ask you, favorite soda what's your favorite soda ginger ale ginger ale okay i mean listen i get up to the, i get up to the stomach too sometimes i just don't keep it on hand
2: uh, it, it, it's it's a jewish thing i think uh, i just uh ginger ale um root beer if it's barks root beer everything else is trash mm. uh don't 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 give me your a and w don't give me your mug um, at least of the name brands, I, I do like I, I um, That's Mountain I Dew. I, so I, I like Mountain Dew, but um, I don't like Mountain Dew zero sugar, and mm. I've been doing a lot of zero sugar rate lately, so I should be. Um, the uh, but yeah, uh, if it's bark root beer, it's based, uh, uh, other than that, you know, a, a, a big ginger ale drinker, but not a lot of places have ginger ale, so I'll just end up. End up doing root beer or Coke. Mm. Coke. Um,
1: so my, my interview is Mac. Um, Talk about gatekeeping, which is interesting. You know, see, we have disagreement about so we keep the word libertarian, or has it already been subverted too much? So we focus on new term for us. I'm in the camp we should just drop the term libertarian at this point. Um, if you're not going to be a libertarian party guy, you know, like what we are and what they are is not the same thing. It's George Stinson um yeah it's a lot of fun
2: um yeah i i still struggle to understand where mac and jared and others in in that camp come from as far as their level of gatekeeping um it's not even like for for one it's just like i I know their concern is like why don't my account to be taken down it's like well it's not hard for people to make fake accounts to go after you.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's a way of <laughs> curating your own your Twitter, your Twitter following, you know? It's of to curate it. Oh,
2: I, I get that. I mean, I, I certainly block the leftists to, maybe the problem is just like they, they've been at it longer than I have. Like I've only been on Twitter. I don't think I've been on Twitter for a year. Yeah. Um, I've only been on a few because I made one when I was like a Trumpo and I never used it. I wonder if there's a way, I don't know if there's a way I can look and see what my Twitter account was. About. So I, I joined January of 2020 um so it's not even a year old yet and really i didn't get active on it like i created it Mm -hmm. but i didn't start really getting active using it probably until spring of 2020 Mm. um so wait no, sorry no i'm doing math wrong it's over a year old i just i think i created it in 2020 but i don't think i used it a lot until the past year um but uh, anyway um i'm sure they've been at it longer than i have and so they Mm. just have larger block lists and they had huge accounts they got taken down. So
1: What else use like um it's a
2: thing called a nuke, nuke system. All those demons could, leaving your body because yeah. of your uh your degenerate lifestyle.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> leaving. Take like you say Thomas Aquinas. Um or um nuke was I for example today I found a treat from Biden and I plugged it in there to it blocked the two thousand people for me. You know, so like they have to get a like I think Zero is at eighty thousand. He said blocked. Wow! And so it's like he's curated so much; he kind of has a great mechanism for avoiding most people.
2: So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's funny is I can still. <laughs> I was so I was so mad. Like, I have that uh, that one alt account that I'm not going to out what it is, but it's. uh I would just say? Like it's a, it's, a, it's a it's a very ironic parody style account which uh, only, like, Caleb and a couple people will know I'm behind. And what's funny is that I can see Jared on that, but somehow still on that one, I got blocked by Mac. That's like, are you fucking kidding me? This is good. This <laughs> is good. And like, it was, like, instant. It was like, I followed her, and the block was swift.
1: Almost got like, some AI hackinson going on. One of our
2: eight screens is like, his IP dinged, get him. <laughs> Uh, but then it was funny. So like the way tw- Twitter block doesn't keep you from talking in those uh like group like those like uh voice chats that Twitter does. Faces. So Nick Ashley started a group, and I joined it. And Mac was on the stage, and we had a completely pleasant conversation. Like I didn't mm. bring it up. but I I I wasn't like gonna autistically be like go block me, but I was like wondering if she would recognize. Like I feel like she had to recognize what my who yeah, I was, what my picture was.
1: Picture. Yeah.
2: So I was like. You know when I started the talk, I was like, Is she going to get all like triggered and leave or something? But no, she yeah. stayed and talked and was so I don't know. Uh, uh I, I don't know if they're just blocking me because they're trying to protect themselves from maybe leftists on my page going after them, or if I said something to upset them. Uh, I feel like Matt got upset when I said that we shouldn't. Uh, uh what did I say? I was like, When you ban degeneracy
1: yeah you count the blowback and the counter right
2: this is this is informed by my personal experience because like that's why i i rebelled against my conservative upbringing because my parents sheltered me so much from the left and sheltered me so much from secular culture that that forbidden fruit became something that i as a young person just like had to go out and see um
1: see so it's different for me because I was the opposite. Like my parents were open with a lot of things and it led me being curious and investigating and so like maybe it would have been better if they had blocked me off somewhat. So it's it's a varied situation.
2: Well, and it's like but but I feel like that's the way we should like that your parents were open with you and not heavy-handed, but instilled enough values in you that you just made the right choices. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a better way to raise our children than to we can't let them see anything, uh, you know, expose them to, to, to anything that's even, you know, remotely degenerate or, or left wing. Uh, I feel like it creates that paradoxical, uh, it's like a psychological thing. You know what I mean? Like they will, I mean, listen, I mean, this is, this to me this is biblical. Like God literally said, you live in utopia, just don't do one thing. Yeah. And they did the one thing. Yeah. I think the um
1: the trade off that it's made, you know, that's in their mind. It's like, yeah, we may create a counterculture, but if we have strong protective borders, it's not as much of an issue because the ones who leave can't get back in, like the armies. Th- I'm this. I'm not sure what the argument is, but we'll figure out what we have that taylor the debate say, going on. So, yeah, um, I'll set that up.
2: I mean, I, 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 I get you can, with a covenant community, keep certain things out, but. I feel like it's different with the age of the internet. Yeah. But but even then it's like I don't know, I feel like even in the past before the internet when these uh certain, when when you know Christian values were when you when you apply them there there's, there's a point when you apply a good thing in the wrong way, the good thing no longer is good. Yeah. So I I just worry that if they're too I was something like 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 you know, I was talking uh, what's weird is that, like, I felt like Rob started to agree with me earlier in the group chat, and then and then like had to backpedal a bit, um, because he was like, oh yeah, Andrew seems like he's almost too intense sometimes. Like, if he ever got power, I'd be scared. And I was like, well, actually, no, I now that I've gotten to know Andrew a bit more, I think he actually has a lot of compassion, and so I I actually don't think he would be, uh, extremely abusive with power. But like, uh but 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 yeah i mean i just i think you know i think jesus gives us a good model jesus didn't put up with sin he called it out but he didn't avoid the people yeah i mean you know what i mean like he 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 hung out with he hung out with he was constantly accused of hanging out with with sinners and tax it's it's the sinners I always love it's the sinners and tax collectors like we have to make the distinction it's like there's just sinners and then there's the fucking tax collectors Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and they're a category all to their all to themselves. Um, I, mean, I
1: can only go for about 10 more minutes. I got work in uh six hours, yeah, so that's fine. a bit longer. Um, so I uh, want to say, how do I put this? Uh, I'm hosting a symposium in February with um, an Eastern Orthodox, a Catholic, uh, uh, an atheist, an agnostic, and a Protestant. And we're going to discuss. Uh, uh, when did things go wrong? You know, it's going to mm-hmm. be about an hour long, maybe two hours long. We got some great people in it. A lot of fun. That's
2: going to um, be
1: yeah. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, when did you think things went wrong? Because like I mean, you know, if you could, we could have like same with some thing. thing, I blame. I put on Reformation. Even if you think Reformation was legitimate, it was the beginning of a lot of things. Yeah. So I think the same. I think that's why I would put Reformation, but I might go farther back to William of Ockham, who inspired a lot of it. Say
2: one dude. So I don't know i don't know if there's just one one time period when everything went wrong you know what i mean i feel like you have three if to me there's three major uh, events in history that you know all three kind of equally create the mess we're in today i think you have the entanglement uh because to me so the Reformation, definitely one of the problems. The Enlightenment, definitely one of the problems. I do always go back to Constantine because my problem is, I think that the cure to all almost all of these problems is the church. Mm-hmm. But the church hinders its ability to be the church when it entangles with politics. And so it's like, because it's like, it's always had that, that mixture and God, you know, God hates mixture. What is it like you be hot or cold. Don't be lukewarm and you cannot serve two masters. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, that's, um, I mean, that's, that's kind of like my, the whole premise of my outlook on the history of things. is just that, yeah, the reformation, a problem, the enlightenment, definitely a problem. Uh, but to me, it's like, would those things have happened? If the church had been better because you got to think, it's not. It's also, it's a, it's a very Austrian or a Misesian observation. It's like, you know, even if we're trying to say that the church can do good through, like, let's say I grant the state being mixed with the church isn't all bad, and there are areas where that where good came out of it, um, which is probably true, but it's like, it's it's like the inefficiencies through using state coercion rather than using the tools that that. We're supposed to be using as the church, and like, and like, wasted time and resources made the church over time. It was like this slow, uh, like, like, it was like a, a really slow death of the church's ability to impact the culture. To now, where what do we see today? Like, the church is has been losing the culture war for how long now? Hmm. Uh, I mean, decades, if not longer. Um. And and w- the church is trying to trick people into being Christians.
1: <laughs> so that was the one with Vatican II, as they watered down a lot of stuff, and it was a major impact. But I, I yeah. got a, uh, there's a past priest in Lakeland who wrote a book on Vatican II that got published by Mr. Barron's company, um, and so he's like a pretty big name now. I'm trying to get him on in person for an interview. Oh, that's cool. Um,
2: cool. the uh, but yeah, I th- I think that's that's definitely where I think things went a little wrong. Um, crap! I had a question I was going to ask you now, and I completely... Oh, uh we don't have much time left, but I mean, we we have eight minutes, so we can do faith and reason. Um, okay. Uh, give, give me, give me your. So, 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 we we had a friend of ours who was saying that uh, faith is by nature un unreasonable, it's an unreasonable faith, and his argument was because Jesus has yet to had the faith of a child. Yeah, and so. Reason.
1: Right, <laughs> <laughs> like it is. um So I have an issue with anything as anti- like a, a philosophy, position, an or anti-philosophy. <clears throat> I have my objections that I principles, don't. I think right. It's, right. So right. disproving. <laughs> moving. Um, same with reason arguments. Like if you say the words "I sink" in the argument against reason, you've kind of <laughs> lost the pot and you've given up. Right. Um. Like okay, reason is seeking truth. Faith is seeking truth. There's a lot of non-conjudgmental cannot conduct each other. Therefore, when you read a uh, claim from either one, you have to subject the claims of the other and line them up. And right. so, uh, They can't contradict. You either have bad reason or you have bad interpretation of a turn of your face. That seems reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and I think it brings a lot of good because a lot of people who are not of all codes or of all can, uh, to be able to look at the claims critically, and come to a conclusion that is true. I think it's any problem have when you become unreasonable. I mean, you want to make like, an argument, let's say, reason was Jehovah's Witness. You know? And then come made it convert as opposed to, say, someone who's actually, like, you know, like a regular or or Catholic.
2: Truth wins out. <laughs> so, well, just- it's just like, especially, it, you know, it, it would be one thing to say we shouldn't use reason if you were, like, I, I could almost, and I don't mean this as an insult, so I'm, I'm be careful here. I, I almost feel like it would make more sense to be Catholic and hold that position. Because what you would say is the church is the authority on how to read the Bible. And so therefore you don't even need to think. Yeah. I, I don't even think that's right, but I think that makes more sense than saying I'm a Protestant and solo scriptura, we, we read the Bible with no help, and we can't use reason or philosophy to determine what the Bible yeah. says. That's
1: not but, solo scriptura, that's solo scriptura. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's your own. <laughs>
2: it's like how do you know like how can you read the bible and determine what it says the holy and...
1: spirit will guide me you might just have into justin bro oh
2: god i mean
1: i'm tired of hearing the is it, is it out like i get the basis my friends are like the holy spirit will guide me it's spirit. like you could, what you what we do we do when the
2: holy spirit guides me in a different direction than it guides you
1: yeah so you have to reason <laughs> out what's one of the case <laughs> um <laughs> Adam brought it but Adam was uh, coming out from a naturalistic uh, outside perspective, and it was like, imagine the arrogance is saying, uh, God personally would tell me what to do, and then enforcing it on everybody else. Um, which is, uh, I don't think it's incorrect theologically, but it's a great outside of view of it.
2: Right. Yeah, sometimes I'm triggered by the, uh, uh, the people, some, some some like of the people who aren't strictly Christian, but are fooling around with it, and they'll go really hard on the god and free will stuff which i'm not i'm not even just triggered by from my calvinistic leanings but just i mean yeah god has free like like we have free will i'm a compatibilist but you can't tell me you can't look through the bible and find clear instances where god's a little like heavy handed with man's free will <laughs> i mean uh you, you know pharaoh didn't exactly have a choice in the matter <laughs> yeah
1: um it's interesting it's a uh... All right, when it comes to the theological side of it, I don't really I ignore them because most of them are Eastern Orthodox and I just have my differences with that. See, that's my problem um,
2: with like Eastern Orthodoxy versus Catholicism, is that Eastern Orthodoxy seems to be less intellectual and more like it's it's a little bit more postmoderny and, and like an excess of that, you know what I mean? Against
1: reason. I mean they're all most of them are presuppositional apologists. They were just a like, right. law. And I think that's a very
2: Well, I'm a a presuppositional presuppositionalist too. But the problem is like part of my presupposition is that I think that the like I presuppose God because you have to to be able to act in the world uh, with and to have a moral framework. And then once you've proven God exists, it naturally follows that uh, reason comes from God. The reason is part of my presupposition. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: mean, um, it, it seems a bit circular. Uh, the but I can see if you frame it more of a deductive argument, I can make the. Uh, I can see. The yeah, argument,
2: well, I tried to lay it out on that in that in that chat we have. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, God is the source of reason because, like, well, God is the source of everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just like the only the only presupposition there is like you believe in God, mm-hmm. which I can make supporting arguments for that. I can make you know I'm pretty well versed in the moral argument, the Kalam cosmological argument. Um, did, you, did, yeah.
1: you, did you see one uh, video Jimmy Aiken did a debate this William and Craig on the merits of the uh, Kalam cosmological argument? Did you ever yeah. see that? Yeah. That was a good one. I watched yeah, it, it uh, last week and I was like, Phew. Jimmy is smarter than I give him credit for. They even framed this criticisms.
2: I, I, I actually, I mean, I, I like Craig, but there's a guy who does it better, who does the Kalam argument better mm. than him. I forget his name. Uh, he was on Ben Shapiro's show I wrote a book on it. Um, his is like maybe a, almost like a little hyper autistic. He takes the Kalam from a three-point syllogism to like a 50-point
1: syllogism. <laughs> was it Ed Faser or was it... Yeah, a, yeah, it was Faser. yeah. Oh, he's a he's a great Thomist, a like great Catholic Thomist. Yeah, so um, I mean he,
2: he 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 lays it out like more like like William, like Greg gives you like the 420p version yeah. whereas Frazier is like the 4k ultra high definition <laughs> well, I think version.
1: It's, it's, I think that's because like Craig, like a lot of other partisan apologists they all get more for deism Right. I think that there's a difference because so they're very big on like, no, if, if like, you were arguing for a totality, we're not arguing for points along the way. And so I right. think it's like, and I, I actually, I decide more as the deist side of the argument. Uh, I think it's better to argue for deism than theism because theism takes face and you can't really argue face. But, right. Um, so I, that's why I stand apart from most of my consequence.
2: Well, that's why it's like, for me, it's kind of like you have to combine the cosmological argument and the argument from contingency with mm-hmm. the moral argument. Yeah. Because it's like, I, I kind of agree, like, you de- to make the argument for deism is easy, mm-hmm. but then it's like, okay, okay, you're a deist, the minute you believe in morality, now you have to be a theist. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's
1: a uh, kalam cosmological argument or the contingency argument, is probably more contingency. And then I throw one Pascal's Wager well, way too because they like, okay, now we've proven one monotheistic god, therefore you have to choose from these four options. Out of these four options, what's one is the best, and it's like, well, not Islam. Mm-hmm. Not de not a deism, Christianity. And that's just my how I go about
2: it. I don't know if I would say Pas- it's Pascal's wager, but I definitely uh well uh, if you're from James White does a good job of this, how you can use the the Quran to disprove the Quran. Yeah. Do, do you, um, have you ever see
1: David White's videos on it? Or David yeah. Wood? Yeah, he's yeah. hilarious.
2: Yeah, so you can you can like the minute you get to monotheism, Christianity wins. Easy. Yeah. Because it's just like I, with Judaism, it's like okay, well, it's the same religion except the the Jews just like don't understand their own prophecies and yeah. don't re- and don't read them and have special special pleading for why Jesus is the Messiah. I mean, and, Aquinas
1: he wants some great stuff on uh, polytheism and why it's impossible. Yeah, like he went after it hard and it was interesting.
2: Yeah, okay. but then you get the lover. Well, oh, Christianity is polytheism and people who don't understand the Trinity. Like, uh, like Rob, oh,
1: like <laughs> love you, Rob. My love favorite you, Rob. Texan. <laughs> totally a fed but he's a fun fed
2: he he triggers me because like I, he's not a Mormon but like I'm so used to arguing the Trinity with Mormons mm. but he like has this and there's a lot of uh I've he's the second person I've met who has this weird view of uh Sadist? without uh no but of Jesus just being a man but mm. without being Mormon to have that because like with Mormon it was part of the religion but other people and they no
1: just... witness
2: yeah, and Jehovah Witness and he's Jesus, either of those. Jesus and
1: Michael the Arcanes are the same person. Oh God. I know, I know, I know. Uh, it's like one verse where has a voice like an archangel, it. therefore. It's like okay, that's that's not okay, whatever. At least have
2: Jehovah Witness are based on the state. It's like the only redeeming quality of that cult.
1: Yeah, I mean, even then it's like Quakers are so much better than them.
2: True, true.
1: Like the Quakers were I mean, very Puritan, but I, I respect the Quakers for what they were progressive traditionalists. You know, yeah. like, we have all also slavery we should be uh, illegal. And the Civil War was wrong. Like, they were based.
2: Yeah, at least old Quakers. Modern Quakers now tend to be a little yeah. bit uh, possessed a little bit by some of the woke crap. But, uh... Yeah. Um, they,
1: need a, they need some trad, trad Quakers. Some Quake trads or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: Alright, man. Well, um... Yeah, we'll, we'll have to do this again sometime. Sorry we had to start yeah. so late. Uh, But, yeah, I, I gotta... Do. I do think I go into it. It is getting late. But, uh... Um... But, Yeah. Uh, plug your stuff before yep. you go. Uh,
1: Caleb Brown 549 on Twitter, and I am on YouTube at Face Liberally and Praxis. I did my Spotify rewind on it today, and turns out my listeners are in America, Belgium, and Switzerland, which is uh fun.
2: Yeah, I have a, I have a couple um regular listeners of the show from uh France who mm-hmm. like have even like commented on the YouTube channels and stuff, That's um, cool. which is cool. It's just like, I'm just like, uh, um, French Revolution 2.0? Like, we can, I was telling them, like, can we do that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was reading about like the French Revolution today, and fucking hell, was it violent? <sighs> I went about an example when they would uh, take a girl and they would serve gunpowder somewhere and light it. And it's like,
2: fuck. I will say, like, Andrew talks about how good Christian monarchy was. I was like, yeah, but France is where it went so wrong.
1: Yeah, but France had so many other problems yeah, going like, through fr- it. I mean, it was... I mean, France was a fall of Rome, but like more violent.
2: Yeah, I, it's so. just so so ugly. So yeah, um, well, we should do a a deep dive. Like, there's there's a lot of, um, like obviously, like I other think cases,
1: we'll get other Caleb on for that. Yeah,
2: because I think there's a lot of things. Obviously, like like I think the stuff that happened in France is a natural consequence of the Enlightenment. Mm-hmm. But a lot of what happened in the French Revolution and the fallout leads directly to where we, we are today, and yeah. and the and and the radical. Uh, nature of the left. So definitely have to do that sometime, but, uh, um, yeah, thanks everybody for, uh, for watching. Thanks again, Caleb, for coming on and, uh, everybody until next time, don't fear the fire. Love that.
1: With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible, but at Grand Canyon university, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day.